This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet, hear their stories, and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success, and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Llanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. It's a pleasure to have you here. How are you feeling today, Seth? I'm good. Real good. Hey. There it is. Yeah, brother. Uh, we feel the same. Uh, you know, we're kicking off the day here. Um, I think all of us are in separate time zones, but um, all of us look happy, healthy, wealthy. Uh, we like to start the show off in a pretty uh, standard way. And that is by just asking, do you come from a family of entrepreneurs or what was the work life scenario looking like when you were growing up around you? My grandfather uh, was entrepreneurial in his creativity. He worked for kind of what is now Nordstrom. It was Frederick Nelson in Seattle, department store, kind of the classic department store, and he sold TVs. And what was unique about my grandfather is to get ahead, he would go over to the warehouse across the street every day and see what TVs they actually had in stock. And he would come over and only sell what they had in stock while other guys were trying to sell and it wouldn't be in stock and the people would be frustrated because they'd have to order it. He he killed, he slayed and very successful. My father wanted to be successful, but was very afraid of risk. And so I grew up in a house of desiring to be entrepreneurs, but really tentative about really taking the steps. Now he was successful real estate, but it wasn't, uh, I learned a lot of lessons now as an adult to see what I have to be careful of, what goes between my ears, what's the mindset needed to take the risks and to be bold, when to say no, but when to say yes. Oh, that's profound that you've been able to reflect that much on that because um, most people, you know, they say, yeah, you know, my family was entrepreneurs and that's about it. But it sounds like you've really looked at that and seen how that has shaped you as an individual. And that's, it's really cool to see that, especially knowing that um, you look at the generation directly before you as opposed to the one previously, right? And there's that gap there between the mindset. Now, when you're faced with a decision that's going to involve risk, knowing what you know about where you come from, uh, how is it that you get yourself beyond what might be something that is almost deeply entrenched just because of where you come from? How do you how do you overcome that DNA? Yeah, it's a great question. I think uh, there's something probably built in me from a, a young age, being a performer, being on the stage, a musician, that it's, uh, for me, it's always been fortunate to be the click forward, right? Instead of kind of falling back and going, I can't do it. There's always been a, well, the show's got to go on. So luckily for me, I kind of been entrenched to go, it's just got to happen. And so my natural inclination is just to step out and see what happens. And so I think luckily for me, my life has put me in places where that's kind of been forced. And so it's been easier probably than my father or people put in that situation where they can't, where there's no deadline, right? Where there's no performance that has to go on tickets that have been sold and performance that has to be made. So fortunately for me, and I think that you just have to continue for me being in that environment over and over. You have to put yourself in those environments with those kind of deadlines and those kinds of pushes that make you perform, that make you do it, make you take the risks. And I think now, luckily my habit is 
let's let's go forward instead of let's retreat. Let's think about it. Uh, I, I'm just kind of naturally I lean towards momentum. So built habit. I love that you said it's the habit, right? Yeah, it, it's something that you've made. That's your your now default reaction as opposed to what would be because it's not common sense right to take on risk that's like the opposite of what human beings want to do and so you've been able to reprogram that and flip the switch so that you know you hotwired it so that it goes the other way and that's like that's the gold you can't you can't teach that if you you can't home you can't home in on it and it's it's the trick. I'm glad that we're talking about like the nucleus of what makes or breaks the difference. So uh, now talk to me about the work that you do with Halting Winter and and, and all of that. And because what a cool name. Where does that come from? What does that do? What's going on with that? So my last name is Winter Halter. So when you grow up with a really long, weird <laughs> name, right? I thought, well, why not use that to my advantage? And there's something about, right? I, I grew up here in Seattle. And so we have these long, gray, laborious winters. And it's never too cold, but it's never warm. And it's always wet, right? And it's just it's just kind of like life sucking. At least when you get snow and cold, it's kind of bright. There's sun, right? Colorado. Here, it's not. It's just depressing until like May. <laughs> And I think some people are like that, right? So Halting Winter is both a personal coaching, peak performance uh, company, as well as a business consulting. Same thing, peak performance for your business. And I think a lot of people personally and professionally live in the gray. They live in that winter because what we just talked about, we want to be comfortable. We do not want to be uncomfortable. And winter, there's a purpose for winter. It's a good thing to rest. I think more people need to be focused, right? Entrepreneurs need to take seriously their rest and their recovery. But you don't want to live in comfort. You don't want to live, right? And that's what, even think about this, retirement. Oh, I'm going to go live on a beach. And do you know how many people retire? And then a few years later, have health crisis, mental crisis, because they have no purpose in life, right? Winter serves a purpose, but we were designed for spring. We were designed to toil, to work, to enjoy summer, and then to work and enjoy harvest. And I'm trying to help people get out of that winter slumber and into the purpose and intentionality of their life. So, and when you when you say people, who are those people? Yeah, so predominantly I work with driven entrepreneurs, driven executives, driven leaders, uh, but really anyone. You know, I, I run a, a a health program called the Spartan program. And while it focuses on entrepreneurs and executives who usually don't prioritize themselves, they have a lot of things on their plate. And so their cells are the last thing they prioritize. And that's why they become overweight and they become burnt out because their health, personal health isn't, isn't uh, tip top condition, but it's for anyone. Anyone can be a part of that. Right. I just, I want to see people in all facets of life thrive. And so um, it's really a broad call, but specifically I try to hone in on people who are making a difference because they're leading people and influencing people. And so how people see them, if people see them as a healthy person leading a healthy thing that will uh, spread more than right. Someone who's maybe not leading. So I want to encourage leaders to be healthy. I love it. You know, Jason himself is a leader of a lot of things, and uh, I'd love to hear his thoughts specifically on some of the things that he's heard you say so far and how it relates, because as a serial entrepreneur, I know he'd be able to speak directly to a lot of the things you were just addressing. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, I spent four years in at uh, uh, up there in Washington, and 
man, that place, people have these light boxes on their desks, right? And I'm not even kidding. I mean, people like light therapies. Yeah, because there's yeah, yeah. no damn sun. Yeah, yeah. Seasonal affective disorder and all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I have stationed. a light right now up here. I have yeah. to have it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was stationed at Fort Lewis McCord there for four and a half years. And a lot of people had problems with that. Mm. And, you know, it's a it's a real thing, I guess. I don't know. It never bothered me that bad. But um, but I think you're absolutely right. Every, everything in nature equates over to business too, right? So it's it's how we how we eat, you know, the things we drink, the everything, it comes down to everything. Do routine to me, routine is really important because I, I, uh, me and we were in Nashville and uh, the host of the uh, event that we spoke at, he said, you are the sum of your credit score, right? So how, how, if you look in your car and your car's a mess, you probably got a low credit score. If you look at your yard and it's a disaster, you probably got a low credit score. Well, that low credit score also is in business and in life in general too, right? Because if you're not taking care of your whole ecosystem, right? Get the hell up and make your damn bed in the morning, right? I mean, start with a little tiny win, right? And the winds will just continue to pile up all day long and then you hit a shit sandwich but at least you know how to deal with it right you know how to deal with that because you've built the resiliency up for it you've got the drive to overcome it you're not going to just crawl back in the corner and hope somebody on your staff takes care of it and you get that message like an hour later it's all good boss we fixed it right (laughs) you know ignore the problem and hope it goes away um so but all of that stuff right it all if one of those things isn't right it'll ripple effect off everything else for sure maybe not like inclusively or exclusively uh ripple off and like ruin things but but everything won't run at its peak performance you'll always have those things that are those ankle biters um, and we've all been there to say you haven't is crazy. Um, we've all been there where we neglected certain things in our life. And then you saw the ankle biters start to come. And unless you get that stuff back on track, it's just going to build up. So what you're saying is spot on for sure. And there's a lot of lessons in that for sure. And what I'm also curious about is, um, Seth, you mentioned you have a background with being a musician, right? Where does the business education beyond what you saw growing up, like where does that that come for you that you're leveraging to work with leaders or does it come from music? I think uh, I think it comes from music. It comes from a childhood of being raised around a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and real estate, right? And business minded. Uh, many family members are business minded, run their own businesses, corporations. And then I, I think I wanted to move, right? I wanted to do something a little different. And so when I went into music, I saw it though through that lens. So I was an orchestral conductor. I founded my own orchestra. I founded a school of the art. So I just couldn't get rid of the entrepreneurial bug, right? I had to build things. And so it was just something within me. And I think throughout that, 
that's kind of where, whether it's been in music, I was a pastor for a number of years, building churches. That was what I, I just wanted to scale things. I just have a tenant, right? Something built within me. Things have to grow. Healthy things grow and dying things wither. And that's a philosophy. And so I want to build. And, and now it's, it's, and so I've spent this last year really, you know, looking at different, I just got done working with Donald Miller, Business Made Simple, learning their frameworks and how they look at business, uh, spend time with Xander Fryer and what his, uh, or, you know, organization looks like. And so I'm just a constant learner too, right? I mean, my not, I, I read constantly 5,000 plus books in my library because I just want it, because I think that's the thing with entrepreneurs too. We know that we don't know anything right? We're just hungry for more knowledge and to figure out how that knowledge actually works. There's one thing to be curious and read. There's another to go, how does this play out in real life and to push against, right? And so I think just that hunger for always growing and then applying, figuring out how can I put myself in a context where I can see if this works, where I can play. Love, love. Uh, I haven't grown out of the sandbox. <laughs> yeah, no, I I love that, and and thank you for opening up to that. I I think um, is Donald Miller the same guy that wrote uh, building a, a story brand that book? Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah, no, great, great writer. Yeah. No, big fan, man. Um, so we know who you work with, we know where you're coming from, and we know specifically where the nucleus of the soul of your work is coming from, and I think it's it's multifaceted. So uh, before we go any further, I want to just take a quick break to to give a shout out to the people that are making this episode possible, if you don't mind. And uh, that is Will Black of Sharing the Credit. If you've ever had accepted a payment in your business, you should be pretty familiar with the fact that there is a fee that the bank charges just for the just for the the privilege of using their services. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, sharing the credit with Will Black does you can actually legally transfer that over. Instead of going to them, you have the legal right to make sure that that small fee actually goes to a nonprofit of your choice. That's something we can do. We've always had the freedom to do, but just no one has championed it the way sharing the credit with Will Black has. So if that's something that you're interested in and you want, you know, stick it to the system, you know, rage against the machine, then uh, go ahead and go to sharingthecredit.com. Uh, let them know that the war room sent you and they'll roll out the red carpet for you. Uh, at the same at the same token, Seth, where should people connect with you to, now that they've heard the teaser of the work that you're doing and where you intend to go with things, where should they connect with you, preferably your source? Is it the website? Is it a social media channel? And what should they know about reaching out to you? Yeah. So you can go to haltingwinter.com, which is where uh, the, the con coaching consulting company lands. And then I'm on social, Seth Winterhalter or Halting Winter on, I think I'm on most primary socials. So you can find me there. And really the call to action, I, I want to hear your story. Right. And so I'm not, I don't have a one shop solution. My big thing is I want to hear your story and where really where you're at, whether that's personally or corporately, and figure out what are your individual obstacles and problems and how might I uh, be a source of encouragement and insight and help to that. Right on. Okay. Um, I want to check in with Jason once more before we start stepping into the latter half of this conversation just to see where his head's at. Yeah. In the army, we would have called you private alphabet. <laughs> we had a lot of those you know the long last names yep the the drill sergeants just used to call them private alphabet <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> 
<laughs> military <laughs> slang never ceases to amaze me <laughs> uh, yeah. on any on any scale i've heard i've heard it all man i mean we're, we're yeah <laughs> you, you, you couldn't get away with that in the outside world of corporate land or you'd get sued <laughs> you know seth i'm curious um given given that you've essentially fostered so many communities what would you say is the most important thing you've learned about keeping that community together and growing that community if you i feel like it'd be a missed opportunity if i didn't ask someone who's done that repeatedly about that i i think whether it's community whether it's relationships whether it's right your marriage communication how do you communicate and if you want to be successful in anything in life, you have to learn communication. But it's not just, I think when we hear communication, we go, oh, well, I talk and I listen. But communication is not just that. It's it's listening intentively, but it's also then acting, right? What do I need to, out of what's been spoken, what have I heard and what do I need to believe and what do I need to do, right? That makes communication um, actually work. And so if you want to build something uh, whether it's yourself, communicate to yourself, right? Assess yourself, write that down and look at it and take steps to be better. If you want to lead a good business, have a clear mission and beat that drum over and over. Don't just do a mission statement in a boardroom once and then think that that's going to serve because you did a project. <laughs> beat yeah. the freaking drum, right? Communicate, communicate, communicate over and over. And if you want to be a great leader in life, learn communication. And learn that you once, I think if I look at every facet of, of, of life, business that I've been in, it's when I'm sick and tired of communicating the same thing over and over that it finally clicks. And so do not be satisfied until you want to throw up because <laughs> you, you're tired and tired of saying it. It's true. Oh, man, you don't have to say that to Jason, right? I'm pretty That's sure true. It's <laughs> very true. Say it, oh. just keep on talking it over and over and over and over again until the whole, the, until everybody's willing to drink all the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm so glad I asked that because there, if there's one thing I've learned is sometimes you just got to ask one more question, make one more call, send one more email and you just <laughs> never know what happens. It's like you said, until you're like, all right. We did it. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're here. There's only one thing left to do, Seth. And that is, it's always a curious uh, opportunity to see what people say. There's, and there's never been an answer that has ceased to surprise us. And yet always we're like, yeah, that makes sense every single time. So Seth, if you could have invited anyone to the room here with us, uh, to just listen in on your journey, uh, to listen in on your philosophy, uh, to listen in on also your intentions with the world at large, who would you have loved to have had here and why them? Man, that's such a good question. And uh, I get stuck because it's like, it's like asking your favorite, like, how do you, <laughs> hey, you hey, hey, hey. So maybe, maybe I'll give you a couple real quick. I, Alex Ramosi is someone I'm just jamming on lately. Yeah. You've heard uh -huh. Alex, you know, um, hundred million dollar offer book. And he's just, I like when people seem raw and authentic and he seems to be like, Hey, this is what I've learned. And this is what just, and it, kind of that communication, like, this is what it means to sell. This is what it means to take risk and get out of your comfort. So I'm really enjoying what I'm hearing from Alex. And I'd love to hear his, like, he's someone I want to get in a room with and just uh, push on. Right. And, and, and dive a little deeper into his story. 
I think what would be fun in this kind of communicate when you're talking about leadership and you're talking about right building things, uh, two guys in history that aren't with us anymore, Teddy Roosevelt, right? Because yeah. sometimes we just need a big stick to get beat with. And I think that he doesn't pull punches. <laughs> so, and, and similar, because we maybe we want to get a little transatlantic, we'll, we'll invite Winston Churchill uh, for the same. There it is. Yeah. There it is. When going through hell, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. It's great choices. And honestly, if you ever get uh, Alex on on, uh, or on your own podcast and you feel like sending them our way or vice versa, uh, let's let's uh, let's stick to that, because I think I think he's got a strong message, too. Um, and obviously, we can't get Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> you know, the, we can't get the greats uh, onto this anymore. But um, but there are new greats. And uh, and I and I also believe that the energy that you're that you're calling from that that just goes to show what you're trying to put out into the world, that level of value. And that's one of Jason's ultimate tenets is to give value for as long as it takes. Right. And that sentence can be overlooked. You're like, yeah, we should. no, but like as long as it takes, you've got to keep giving it. And so for me, that's one of my favorite things that Jason uh, like says. Uh, so with that said, it is tradition right here for Jason close out, not me. So I will say thank you. It's been a pleasure getting to know you and I'll turn it over to Jason and close us out. Awesome. Yeah. You know, I, I always like to say this, we all have that same 168 every single week and thanks for stopping by and giving us 20, 25 minutes of your time today. Um, that means something that should mean something to our audience. Um, because time is precious. Time is money. Time is a lot of things. And once it's gone, it's gone. So it's the only thing we can't make more of because we figured out how to make more land now. So <laughs> used to say you can't make more land, but we figured that out too. So, um, but the one thing you can't control is mother nature. So um, thank you for being here. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Right on. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.